0: Here to drop another episode of content here for you. I hope everyone's Christmas is uh, went well. Um, Hopefully, it was better than mine. Uh, Me and my whole family are still sick. We're getting over our fevers. Um, I have intense back pain, and uh, it's been one crappy Christmas for me. I can tell you that. Um, But I hope all yours are going pretty well. Um, This is going to be a short and quick episode. I just wanted to cover the latest Q drops today to keep you guys updated on everything that's going on. I'm going to be doing another episode tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be about a lot of uh, things heating up in Antarctica, and there's reports coming out that there is a secret space program going on in Antarctica currently, right now. So that is what I'll be covering tomorrow. So today we're just going to do the most recent Q drops. And we're gonna go from there. So let's cover the essentials. Here's my YouTube channel. Go there and subscribe, like, share, tell your friends and family all about it. You guys, what I wanted to show you real quick here. Um, now that I'm, I feel better about YouTube not taking my channel down, but you never know. I was promoting the um, the bit shoot. Heavily as well, which I'm still going to do, but I want to get people over to my Patreon as as well. Um, It's very small, I only have two uh, patrons right now, which is fine. It's really not a big deal. I just want to let you guys know um, that you are aware of it. I have to update it, I haven't even updated the profile picture. This is my old logo, it's still on my YouTube videos. I kept it because I think it looks cool. but I'm going to be overhauling this entire page here, uploading all the current content and all that good stuff. So you guys know, I want again, go to my Patreon.here. I'll, um, dot here. Patreon.com slash woke societies one one one. You guys got my bit shoot here with all my updated episodes. Um, I don't even think I updated. Yeah, guys, this is this is this is how much I know I've been out of it. Um I have to update all this stuff. Even on my Woke Society's uh, webpage, I haven't put the, the last episode I did here. But either way, it's okay. So it's my podcasters, you can go to my website. Um, you can download all the major podcasting websites and get my content on there. You got Apple, Google, all that good stuff. So no excuses. You guys have plenty of ways to get to my content in case all else fails. So let's jump into it, shall we? So the first, the first uh, Q drop I want to cover today is drop thirty-seven fifty-four. This came out yesterday. It's about Obama's corrupt book deal with Pearson Publishing, and they go they Q references a drop here, talking about if Congress men and women were audited every one to two years by an independent agency to show transparency, would they still be making as much money? After office or even in office before they got into office and all that, all that good stuff. I don't know if that made sense, but, um, so pretty much they're talking about why are politicians getting so rich during their terms while they, while they serve and especially presidents and other elected officials after they serve, why are they getting so rich? So Q states, U S taxpayer is greater than federal government. Federal government, and it says Hussein is bigger than Pearson Publishing. Pearson Publishing is bigger than Hussein. Biden, question mark, follow the money, corruption. And when we look at the tweet, we get to a tweet from Michael Caldre. And he writes, Obama gave Pearson Publishing a government contract worth $350 million for their work to create the Common Core text for his administration's education initiative. A subsidiary of that same publisher gave Obama roughly $65 million for his book deal after he left office. And as the tweet continues, why are multiple states giving Pearson publishing $100 million contracts to administer their state testing for Obama's Common Core Educational Initiative? Call your state reps and demand they reverse this decision. Use hashtag Boycott Pearson and hashtag QuitProObama. Really good stuff right there, so that had dropped, right? And as that was dropping, not even a moment later, we get an article that Q'd post in their next drop, 37.55, Pearson publishing CEO to retire, Q proof, and they wrote, they wrote, do you believe in coincidences? And here we have the article here posted by Hive It says resignation, QAnon, and when you look into the article here, it says, uh, this is from MarketWatch, Pearson CEO to retire and company will sell remaining Penguin Random House stake. So in the article, it says Pearson PLC said Wednesday that Chief Executive John Fallon plans to retire next year and that it has agreed to sell its remaining 25% stake in Penguin Random House to Bertelsmann SC and company, KJAA, for $675 million. The London-based education publisher, PSON, said Fallon will retire in 2020. Once a successor has been appointed, the company will consider both external and internal candidates as part of the succession process, it said. Now again, guys, we know when QS is, is this a coincidence, it's a rhetorical question. We know it's not. Uh, this is just another resignation. They can say they can say it's a retirement. For, for me, it's just an optic thing. To make it look better than what it is, um, people are people are running, people are running scared, and that's what's showing here. Um, and it's no, it's and the timing of it is what proves everything. So I thought that was really interesting with these book deals because we know Q has talked about book deals in a way that it's a way for these elites and these political elites to launder money. And what was really cool here, and praying medics, the man, he really is like he's appointed by god there's no I, he is one of the best researchers by 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 far i've, I've ever seen on twitter he states in his q thread here number 52 flat has published titles by oprah the biden's james comey and melinda gates the same book company that was had dealings with obama and joe biden and look at that all these people that the ones that Q has been telling us to watch out for, the ones that we were told to look up to, these, this company is making book deals. There is no coincidence there at all. This is shady stuff going on. And the people that we were told to trust the most, people like Oprah. I remember growing up, everyone I know and watched Oprah. I mean, I watched Oprah when I was a kid. Some of the episodes just because everyone that's what everyone watched. And you have Melinda Gates, Bill Gates' wife here have, you know, we know Bill Gates has links to Epstein. Melinda Gates has book deals to the same companies that, that Obama was dealing with. And that we know are ways to launder money and ways for them to get kickbacks and make a lot of money illegally. It's a quid pro quo, ironically, right? So that was this drop. So as we continue here, we have something else that Q has posted, last time Q posted something big is coming It was actually when woke societies got queued. And this is a picture here, it looks like, of Donald Trump here getting off the Air Force One. You can see the media over here. And an anon posted on the boards, when will they ask the question? And Q replied, something big is coming. It's coming. Now, I was thinking, when is, it, it's, it's getting too obvious now. Trump has been on an absolute tear this past uh, week, these last two weeks. He's been retweeting a lot more Q accounts more recently, more than usual, and it's driving the mainstream media insane. We're gonna get to that in just a moment because they uh, Q also linked in their next in their newest drop CNN having a field day with this. So let's take a look here. I wanted it because everyone thought this uh, photo again was something new, but. Praying Medic's on top of it, and I wanted to show you guys because I was curious as well. So Praying Medic, this was number 70 on his Q thread. Update on the Marine One photo. It was posted by Dan Scavino on Twitter in February of 2018. So this was an older picture here. It wasn't new, but still either way, it's depicting a picture of Trump and the media out here. And the, the, the annoying part is, is that there's been so many hit pieces on QAnon, their followers, on Trump, all that stuff. And why won't one of them just put it to bed and just ask them the damn question? What are they so afraid of? We know what it is. You know it's the higher-ups telling every single one of those reporters, do not ask that question. And you're going to see just a piece of that in just a moment. So let's continue here. The next drop was 3760. Bill Barr was asked in an interview, what was the agenda to keep pushing FISA gate post-election after their case collapsed? We know the answer to that. They were The FBI was dug in so deep, they had to keep pushing with the lie, but it's going to come back and hit them tenfold. So as we continue here, we have 3761. CNN in panic mode over POTUS tweeting QAnon accounts and fake whistleblower's name, right? So as we go to the video here, let's see here. Yep, CNN in panic mode over POTUS tweeting QAnon. Let's pull it up here. And here we go. This is the video, guys. So okay. CNN's Brian Stelter is calling out President Trump's retweets this morning of QAnon accounts. He claims this is a very unpresidential and is in full-blown panic mode about the president sharing the name of the alleged whistleblower, which we all everyone knows the name of the whistleblower. It's a joke. It's old news now. But well, let's take a look at what CNN is talking about here in regards to QAnon and the followers of Q. What the
1: president is tweeting, it's who he's retweeted. Yeah, and some of these aren't really the people. He's uh, retweeted bots and fan accounts of the conspiracy group, uh, QAnon. CNN's chief media correspondent, Brian Skelter, joins us now. Brian, um, we're not going to show the tweets uh, because we don't want to edit the spread of that junk.
0: We don't want to add any spread to that junk. And you know, all of them are following those same orders.
1: But the president has been on a bit of a tear recently. Yeah, misinformation and disinformation coming from the president of the United States, from his Twitter feed. This is not necessarily brand new. We know he's been doing this for years, but it is still galling. It is still shocking. Frankly, it is unpresidential to see dozens of these kinds of posts, uh, anti-democrat, anti-whistleblower all of this content uh, that would offend anybody who believes in the basic principles of our democracy. Let me give an example of what he's been sharing. Uh, For the first time, late on Friday night, uh, he posted uh, uh, the the alleged name, this unsubstantiated name, of the intelligence community whistleblower. Now, he's posted more than 100 times about the alleged whistleblower, uh, but never actually published what he may think is the name of this person. But that's what he did late on Friday night, sharing a random Twitter user's post that contain this name. Now, of course, CNN and other news outlets do not know the identity of the whistleblower and are not speculating about the person's identity. But clearly, the president of the United States wants that to be happening. Apparently, though, sometime overnight, he unshared, unretweeted that post, along with dozens of other posts that he's been sharing, anti-Democrat, pro-Trump messages, uh, comparing Democrats to rats, calling Nancy Pelosi crazy, that sort of thing. Uh, let me show you what the whistle-
0: so there you go. You have CNN going off are going crazy and it's just ironic with them because they're talking about democracy and the information that trump's giving is false and incorrect which is we all know about cnn it's an absolute joke so you have panic there from cnn which is absolutely hilarious so this is what cues and cues in reference to it's called panic mode people awake is their greatest fear and that's absolutely right and more and more people are waking up day by day so now we have 3762, CIA Director Gina Haspel knew about the Spygate operation in the UK and is working with John Durham. Now this is big, because we the uh, drop says here, Haspel made director for a specific reason. Brennan tapped directly for support. Brennan class security division over SPY-T. If CIA was running black op in UK, would Haspel station chief be informed and instructed? Yes. And MI6, meetings with Durham, the only way to restore faith is through transparency and accountability. So Q is just simply letting us know here, and, and also on the next drop here, that Gina Haspel, the CIA director that was appointed by Trump, is now working directly with Durham. And guys, the, the amount of people that are being stacked up against the, the, the people in Spygate is tremendous. Durham's report is the one we're gonna be. We're all waiting for. FISA was the start, just like Q's been talking about and saying for the, for years. And in their next drop here, Q talks about the significance of where Gina Haspel was, the station chief, um, between 2015 and 2017. And they gave us a screenshot of the agency career timeline, and you can see here from 2014 to 2017. Chief of Station, Europe Division. They say geolocation 2015 to 2017, question mark, and that's Q. So this is just pretty much letting us know, guys, that Gina Haspel was working in the UK during when Spygate was going on. She knew about Spygate, and now she's working directly with John Durham. So it's only a matter of time. Before things get super sket, before before the doors come closing in on all of them, so let's continue, guys. I gotta I gotta get going here. I am hurting like crazy. Uh, So we got all that. So this thirty-seven sixty-four FBI and CrowdStrike concealed the real source of the DNC data breach, which we all know is Seth Rich. Uh, This is talking about again how the FBI set up Russia um for the leak which we know was not it was Seth Rich that gave the information to Assange which went directly to WikiLeaks so this is just a new story developing talking about DNC it says DNC servers CrowdStrike to Russia break into DNC servers why did FBI accept indirect evidence servers hack break into CrowdStrike why didn't FBI directly investigate DNC servers because they already knew who did it they wanted to frame Russia which would ultimately fall back on Trump It was all part of their plan And it fell completely through And the funny thing is now With all this new information coming out um, The article here I don't even know if it will pull up here Obviously they can pull it up real quick Let's see Okay It's okay, we don't need it so it's pretty much saying that new information has come up that there was a transfer of information from one server to another. So this wasn't showing a hack job. And for them to say that the Russians were able to hack into our servers and get this information was to say that the NSA had no idea about it. And that is not true at all. And that, that information is now coming to light. So CrowdStrike is now becoming under fire once again. And as we continue here, we have 3765. It's a meme of Comey and McCabe jailed for treason. We have another um, Moab missile that says treason with uh, Comey in the woods that says, Oh Lordy. It says, Future will prove past. And here's McCabe and Comey right here in jail. And for all the ones with the theories that Comey is a white hat and he's flipped, I think those can go right out the door. And right here, 3766, to top off today's episode, it says a new report raises big question about last year's DNC hack. it says right here, The first decisive findings made public in the paper, dated July 9th, concerned the volume of the supposedly hacked material and what is called the transfer rate, the time a remote hack would require. The metadata established several facts in this regard with granular precision. On the evening of July 5th, 2016, 1,976 megabytes of data were downloaded from the DNC server. The operation took 87 seconds. This yields a transfer rate of 22.7 megabytes per second. These statistics are a matter of record and essential to disproving the hack theory. No internet service provider, such as a hacker, would have had to use in mid-2016 was capable of downloading data at this speed. Compounding this contradiction, Jucifer claimed to have run his bat, his hack from Romania. So. More lies being exposed and Q is proving it right here, right now. So with that, guys, I got to get going. Um, You can obviously probably hear my son in the background. Um, It's been a good time, guys. I just wanted to get out there. I just want to say hello. Hope everyone is doing well. You're all in good health. I am much love and gratitude for all the thoughts and prayers and positive vibes coming my way. Thank you so much. And again, please go to the Woke Societies and subscribe on the YouTube Go to my Patreon. I'll update all the links so you guys can get on there as well. I'll update all these as soon as hopefully today. My bit shoot and the website as well for all your podcasting needs. So until then, guys, get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode is going to be even better. Hopefully, I'll be in better health. And until then, stay woke.